Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rusty Quill presents. It was just a matter of time. With me traveling through all these doors, it was bound to happen eventually. Still, it's really hard to take in and believe, but I finally ended up in a fucking post-apocalyptic hellscape. (sighs) Okay, that might be a bit too harsh. Everything still seems to be here, and in one piece, for the most part. But I can hear occasional explosions in the far distance, and the smoke plumes tell me there are some pyromaniacs out there having fun. And I know they're all fucking dudes doing it. I've seen a few people, all with that deer-in-the-headlights look and don't-fucking-touch-me-or-come-closer vibe, mixed with a healthy dose of, please, I don't want to die. And just when I thought I'd made a terrible mistake, well, well, I already knew this was simply the next in a series of mistakes and had serious thoughts about getting the heck out of this hellhole. See what I did there? I ran into Joe Prendergast and her gang of truly awesome people and one truly awesome envy. Location update? Finally, we finally made it to the next town. It took forever. It's been at least a week of serious traveling. Lots and lots and lots of farking hills. Scout acted like it was farking nothing, stomping up the incline with so much confidence that she almost ran into a mountain lion. Yep, she backed away from it with the same amount of confidence. Uh, well, I guess kind of related, speaking of almost pooping ourselves... Bathrooms have been particularly rough this part of the trip. I mean, we've been doing this for a while now. I've got my routine down, even my pooping routine. 
So I, I very much need to make sure I'm far, far away from the rest of the group. It's just that the ground is a lot more rocky and harder to dig a hole in. Now that Scout cares about any of that, she barely goes behind a tree and then makes us all move away unless we want to hear things we don't want to hear. Elliot's got a whole contraption that helps them dig and hide the poop. And gee, hun, I... Uh, gee, I've, I've never seen her... I don't even know if she even pees or, or when. She probably does it late at night when we're all asleep or just intimidates her bladder until it evaporates. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be in a town again somewhere where we can fake civility and go into the pre-made holes of the bathrooms once more, even if every toilet is backed up for eternity. But it has a door, and so no possibility of running into a mountain lion when trying to do your business. But before we could even make it inside of a building, we ran into a very odd woman named Monica. I was hesitant at first. They looked like they'd been through a lot. They looked tough. They looked badass. I assumed Joe was the leader because she was the first person I talked to, but nothing against Joe. She was great and all, but it didn't take me long to realize why she was hanging out with the others. Elliot was knitting a scarf and seemed really chill, the sort of person you really want around when the world is ending and you're trying not to lose it. They also knew a lot of stuff, seemed to have an answer for everything. Very useful. I get along with Scout right away. She has a great laugh. Tough as nails. The kind of person you want with you in a dark alley. Because whatever shit is going on there, she's got your back and front and makes it so you don't have to worry. Someone else might think her kind of crass, a little over the top. She's my kind of gal. She also has an answer for everything, whether you want one or not. Then there's Ji Wen. She doesn't say much. Next to nothing, actually. A handful of kind of murmured words. But the way she looks at me, studies her surroundings... I've seen her type before, back in the Ostium Network. Smart, really smart, brilliant, and calculating. If Scout is the person who deals with any shit coming your way, Jiwin is the one who can get you out of any bind or problem you're stuck in. She's a Houdini and a sharpshooter, and the one who can make a weapon out of anything. All rolled into one. A hot MacGyver, if you will. Not that he wasn't easy on the eyes, too. And then there's Joe Prendergast, the chronicler. There's got to be one. When it's the end of the world and only a few remaining souls traveling the roads, eking out a living with the will to carry on and keep going, to live to tell the tale, there's got to be someone to remember the story, record the events and happenings for posterity, to make it so everything's not completely forgotten, to provide the details for anyone else who comes along, who wants to know what happened. Also, you can be ready if you get stuck in the same situation again. Don't worry. The significance of all this is not lost on me. Jake is a chronicler, just like Joe. He's been doing the same thing from the very beginning, recording and preserving the tales of Ostium and what he did there, what we did there. So we know and can remember and can refer. 
so others could know too. Steve did the same thing, even when he was Dave. Especially when he was Dave. He thought he knew his past, what had happened to him, but obviously wasn't completely sure. Not to mention the deal with his parents disappearing on him. So when he set out on a new journey, a personal journey and a physical one, he needed to record it so he would know and remember and be able to pass it on to other people. And then there's me, who wanted more than Jake doing his recordings, who wanted to start her own daily journal. Well, maybe not daily, but it was definitely a dear diary situation. And it started with me even before Jake, back in the Ostium Network. The entries I would record every night after a long fucking day of work and learning. And when I was all alone in Ostium, I know for a fact doing those recordings are what got me through all that. And what ultimately led to me figuring a way out of Ostium and back to the rock. Would I be stuck there if I didn't have those recordings? Definitely. But sometimes... Sometimes I get the sense we're all doing this for another reason, these recordings. And here I include all the interesting people I've met in my joyriding through the doors of Ostium so far. Thomas and Kalila, and now Joe, and probably whoever else I'm going to run into during these travels. We're all telling and recording our stories, not just for ourselves or even the people we're with. It's almost like... Like we're doing it for some imaginary audience out there that's somehow listening in. I think Jake actually joked about that once or twice. His many listeners. Even when he was stuck on an untethered ostium, he still acted like those listeners were still out there, waiting for the next entry, the next installment, the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Location update? We need a break. So we're resting in this cute little house for a bit. Scout tried to body slam the door open. I think she was trying to impress Monica, but Jihoon ended up just kicking it open with ease. Not to be outdone, Scout walked in and threw her axe into one of the pillars so hard that she actually got it stuck in the pillar. And so as she was trying to yank it out, Jihoon was like, no axe throwing in the house. Monica is an interesting person. Not exactly a a weirdo, at least in the sense that I use the word, but she seems like she hasn't been doing this very long, surviving all of this. For instance, once we went through the usual intros of, I'm not going to hurt you, you're not going to hurt me, okay, we offered her a bit of one of our MREs and she barking pounced on it. No one pounces on an MRE, no matter how starving you are. You look at that thing and you think, oh, that's a future constipation. She said she couldn't remember the last time she ate anything and would really barking appreciate some grub. Well, she actually said the, the F word a lot, maybe even more than Scout. I, I bet that's why she likes her. Scout found one can of beans in the decrepit kitchen, and then we all got really excited about a change of food. Even Monica, she's learning fast. Elliot gutted the stove to make a pretty decent fire to cook the beans on, and as we ate, Monica told her story, and um, it was it was fucking weird, fellow survivors. She said that she was a time traveler a fucking time traveler now that's a new one she was sort of lost okay she said sort of lost but from the sound of it she's really really lost going through doors and ending up in different times and places she never knew where she was going to end up and it was a surprise to her every time she's apparently looking for some guy named jake who was also lost also going through doors and so they're both trying to find their way back to this place called Ostium, which I've never heard of. She also said that she was collecting trinkets along the way and then kept calling them talismans. And I'm pretty sure those two words aren't interchangeable, but if Elliot didn't correct her, I wasn't going to. But yeah, so we all kind of just let her talk, nodded and let ourselves have a dinner and a show. I mean... I can't judge too much. We all got to tell ourselves something to keep surviving all this, right? Scout gave this big, dramatic yawn at the end of it, which was the signal for all of us to hunker down for the night. She was asleep and snoring by the time Jihoon offered to do first watch. Monica made it pretty clear that she was ready to move on, pulling the whole classic standing up and looking at the door, I'm going to leave the party move. Said something about going through another door. Okay, 
whatever, time traveler. And so she started with her goodbyes and gave the sleeping scout a little gentle pat. But then when it was my turn, she actually had some questions for me. Why do you do the broadcasts? Do you think there's someone or a bunch of someones out there listening? Oh, I know there are. I've talked to my friend Dave. There's this other woman on the radio I think I've no. heard once. Not just them, but others. Lots of others who are always there, waiting for your next recording, your next entry. Wanting to know what all of you choose to do next. Uh, I hope not. I get pretty personal. Yeah. It's fucking weird, isn't it? I'm not sure what I'm really saying. I've just got this feeling. Kind of like you get when you're being watched. Except this is about recordings. They're always there, listening to them, waiting for more. Okay, Monica. Well, it was really nice to meet you. And you, Joe. Thanks again for the food. Oh, fuck. I still need to find a talisman from here. Um, well, I've got... I've got this thing I know I'm not gonna need anytime soon. A condom? Silky skin. Oh, yikes. Still in its wrapper. Where the hell did you get this from? Well, we helped out a bunch of sex workers a ways back... And they kind of just gave it to me, even though I didn't really need it. Wow. Okay. Uh, Are those teeth marks? Now I kind of want to stay and hear this whole story, but I know I've got to go. Maybe I can find your entry for it somewhere out there where all our recordings go. Okay, Monica. Stay safe, fellow survivor. Will do. Thanks, Joe. Location update? Still in the house, and I'm... having trouble sleeping. Partly because Scout's on guard duty and she's been humming back in time the entire time. But mostly because I saw... something... something weird when Monica left. She turned back to me, winked at me, which totally didn't make me feel anything and then opened the door and stepped through, and for a second, just a second, but ad oculus, I didn't see the road. I saw something else, like metal, maybe a a metal wall with a window, and I, (laughs) and I swear, I saw fucking space through that window, like I was looking through the window of, of, of a spaceship? Ooh, ooh. Okay, Uh, my stomach hurts. Uh, Maybe that's what it was. Maybe those, those beans were a little too expired. Well, talking about it made me feel better, as it always does. Maybe I can sleep. Catch you on the next frequency. Joe out. A comedic post-apocalyptic tale, this podcast follows former radio host Joe Prendergast at the explosive end of the world. Keep up with Joe's ham radio transmissions as she uses humor and luck to survive. I fell in love with this show from the start, with the interesting diverse cast, the funny writing, 
just the realness of the show, even if it is set in a post-apocalyptic world. There's a whole episode about periods, because that's still something to deal with when the world is ending. If you thought you'd heard your fill of end-of-the-world audio dramas, then you really need to check this one out. This episode was co-written by J.J. Ranvier and Alex C. Talander. The part of Monica is performed by Georgia McKenzie. The part of Joe is performed by J.J. Ranvier. Sound design was done by Hale and Wilmet Podcast. Check out more of their great work at haleandwilmetpodcast.com. For a link to a transcript of this episode, please check the show notes. If you enjoy Ostium and would like to support the show, you can do so on our Patreon at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. We updated our reward structure with lots of new bonus goodies like new miniseries, a special Zoomcast about how podcasts are made called From the Sound Up, postcards for patrons, and a Zoom chat with members of Team Ostium and patrons every couple of months. You can find all this and more at patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Thanks for listening, and our next episode will release in two weeks. 